At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. We made it, everybody. Start of the NFL playoffs, and it all begins in about a half hour as we welcome you into Live Bet Saturday, presented by BetMGM. Fresh off an outstanding lead-in from the legend Brent Musburger on his countdown to kickoff. We still have about a half hour to get you all set for your final bets as we talk through our first day of the Super Wild Card Weekend. I'm Ben Wilson from the South Point. Jeff Parles joins me, as always, from over at Mandalay Bay. Jeff, January 14th, the day we've been waiting for for some time. Are you ready to go here, Jeff? It's very loud. It's very crowded here. <laughs> okay. Everyone's ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. We're a half hour away from uh, a matchup we all expected back in September to be the first playoff game, right, Ben? Oh, of course. We had that penciled in since the week two meeting between the 49ers <laughs> and the Seahawks when Trey Lance went down with injury in the first quarter. You would imagine if you're listening or watching to us, the giddiness in our voices, Jeff, you and I love this particular weekend, this day of year to kick off the start of the playoffs. Let's get into our deep dive handicap for people who have not yet made a bet, who have been undecided, wanting to wait for the final weather and injury reports, what to get in on. Market has not changed much, though, over the last 48 hours, holding steady market wide at 49ers, nine and a half total crashed early in the week, staying stable right now at 42. What side or total are you looking at here for game number one, Jeff? First quarter under seven and a half, Ben. I, I think you're going to see close to the vest early in this game from both sides, and then open. I see it open up uh, as the game goal goes along. We, there was a lot of concern that this was going to be a monsoon in Santa Clara. It looks like the worst of it. We are going to get a little bit of rain, a little bit of wind, but nothing crazy in the early portions of this game. The bad stuff has really passed us by. So I would be a little bit concerned. Uh, about a full game total because as soon as this opens up when the weather gets better this could very easily play as an over game but I like this to be a slower start uh, take it under in the first quarter uh, and, and go from there Ben I think the Niners win I think they win comfortably uh, I'm not willing to lay nine and a half though uh, mm -hmm. even though I, I again I think it's a comfortable win in the end for the Niners and let's face it even the league acknowledged earlier today in that report from ESPN that Seattle was aided by the officials last week in order to even get into this game against the 49ers. Their only win since the, the owner win, two wins for Seattle since the bye week, the only two teams I should say they beat. They beat the Rams twice and they beat the Jets. The Jets were at that time falling apart and the Rams were not good all year. So I think this is a walkover in the end. I think San Francisco yeah. wins by 17, but I'm not willing to lay the nine and a half. Just in case, hey, 
Nine and a half, big number, Ben. You know, back doors open, and Seattle did lose by eight the last time these teams played. It is interesting, at least from the total perspective, that the optimistic outlook on the weather has not really changed things as we update things yeah. now under a half hour to kick off. Temperatures in the high 50s, overcast, potential scattered showers, but precipitation no higher than about 60% throughout this game with very light winds, nothing higher than about 11 miles an hour. Have to think, Jeff, because of that, it's an interesting angle by you to take the first quarter because the first half also got steamed to the under. It was 21 and a half, now 20 and a half. Pretty big difference, crossing a key number of 21. Yet, I like that you're looking at that angle of first quarter since you are getting above that key number of seven and a half. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't mind. Again, I would have preferred to get something a little bit more, but since I'm getting over seven, since it's under seven and a half, even though it's minus 30, minus 35, I think that's still pretty good there. Uh, that would be the only way I would play it. I also don't mind... Circa offers this, uh, I think it's plus 240 now, uh, a, a scoreless quarter, and you would have Ooh. hoped that it would be the first quarter. Uh, I don't mind taking a little bit of a shot at that, Ben. I'm intrigued by that as well. Not going to play it, but I'm certainly intrigued. Six and a half is the side, at least on the first half. San Francisco laying six and a half. Twenty and a half is the first half total. Jeff, though, on under seven and a half first quarter. I did tease San Francisco down first leg of a two-team six and a half point teaser. Paid the extra 10 cents of juice at minus 130 to get San Francisco down to minus three. As much as everybody wants to say it's the third meeting between division rivals, San Francisco is the best team top to bottom entering the playoffs. Second in run defense, second in pass defense. I'm not concerned at all about the rookie quarterback coming in in Brock Purdy, who in his five starts, 12th in overall quarterback completion over expectation plus EPA per play. He, say what you want about Purdy from his college days at Iowa State. He has clearly found a great system to be in with his head coach, who's Kyle Shanahan. I can't help, Jeff, but look at the first two meetings between Seattle and San Francisco and see a Seahawks team that did nothing in basically eight quarters. Six points combined in the first three quarters of each of the first two meetings. Averaged under 250 yards of offense, under five yards of play. I don't know how Seattle moves the ball against San Francisco's vaunted defense. And Brock Purdy as a rookie quarterback is not all that much of a concern to me going in. We'll happily put San Francisco down to minus three. Like you, did not want to lay a full nine and a half. But I'm, I'm riding here with San Francisco. I might pick to come out of the NFC and depending on the matchup to win the Super Bowl. I don't have a problem with that, Ben. Again, I, I do think the Niners are the most complete team in the NFC going into this tournament. Uh, I think they match up very well with Philadelphia if that ends up being the NFC title game. And look, if they if they win today, and I, I think you and I are in agreement that they're going to win this game, and we think they're if we had to lay a number here, we would do it. If we were required to take a side in this game, we would both take San Francisco. They match up with every, well with pretty much anyone they play in the next round. They annihilated Tampa, Minnesota. If they beat the Giants, we know how fraudulent Minnesota is. And if it happens to be Dallas... I mean, you really want Mike McCarthy on the road against a team that's superior <laughs> yeah. to his? No, thank you. Valid point on that as well. I also wonder about Geno Smith as a quarterback for Seattle. Has a career year statistically. Finishes the season a top 10 quarterback by a lot of the advanced metric grades. But you look at how the back end of the season finished for Smith, Jeff, final six weeks of the year, while he ends up seventh on that overall, that same list I mentioned with Brock Purdy a second ago. Seventh in completion percentage over expectation plus EPA per play. I mean, down the stretch, you update the numbers on him. Finishes 18th. His two closest comps in that final six weeks of the year were Taylor Heineke and Tyler Huntley. Two backups who we would have probably assumed are right on, I mean, right on the level of Geno Smith coming into the year. To me, the final six weeks really showed the true colors of Smith. Only wins as a result were against the Rams eliminated by the time they played L.A. in both meetings, as well as the Jets playing with a quarterback in Mike White with broken ribs that game. In addition to that, you have running back Kenneth Walker III, who in the two meetings against San Francisco, 16 carries for 57 yards combined. So if he can't get anything going on the ground, if Smith has clearly regressed to the sort of level we expected preseason, it's why I don't have much hope for, San, for the Seattle offense against the San Francisco D, and that's setting aside the elite numbers that the Niners have posted all season. Well, I mean, look, that's, again, it's going to be big Kenneth Walker day. If the, if the Seahawks are going to stay in this game, you would imagine that all of a sudden that offensive line is able to move San Francisco off the ball and Walker, the rookie, again, maybe the offensive rookie of the year. I don't think he is. I think Brock Purdy's going to end up winning it, uh, even with that short runway. But that would be the angle, Ben, that, that it would be the run game of mm -hmm. Seattle uh, that has ran the ball very well the last two weeks. Uh, again, the Rams is not a particularly good defense. 
the Jets slow laterally. The Niners are not slow laterally. So, again, I don't think this is a really good matchup uh, for the Seahawks. And as you said, Ben, they have struggled to score points. No touchdowns in the first meeting and only a, a late one to get uh, closer to the back door in the game in the Thursday night against uh, the Niners. Uh, that was Purdy's first road start. Correct. Obviously irrelevant in this game. The two lines on the previous meetings, you go back to the Thursday night game, San Francisco was laying three, but remember it was a short week. It was the rookie Purdy in his first career start and on the road. You go back to week two, that was a line much higher on overall basis of lack of expectations for Seattle after an upset win over Denver and expectations for a bounce back for San Francisco after they were upset week one on the road against Chicago. That game closed nine and a half. It's pretty funny now, Jeff, all these months later, how this similar game will close at the exact same number with so many different things having played out since the week two meeting. Kenneth Walker III, though, his rushing prop, 59 and a half on the yards and had 57 combined in the two meetings. That is an under look I would have. And it's interesting to see people have bet that up, opened in the mid-50s range. And I guess what the assumption is, that's the only solution to yardage on the ground. I don't really see it, though. I would be very... I have a lot of trepidation about looking to bet that over, at least on Walker's rushing prop. I've, yeah, I think that's a good way to put it, Ben. I think uh, a lot of hesitation, a lot of trepidation, uh, whatever whatever Asian you want to go with yes. uh, at the end there. Uh, but, uh, look, uh, I, I will say this, uh, uh, Ben. The Seahawks are, were a really good story for a very long time this year. A team that was very much... Uh, and look, I mean, after the injury to, to Lance, we thought, all right, you know, maybe they could win the division even with getting blown out by San Francisco. After Garoppolo got hurt, we we're like, oh, wow, wait a second here. Are we certain the Niners are this locked to win the NFC West? Because at that point, all of us have kind of changed our opinions. Like, all right, as long as Jimmy G doesn't yeah. totally uh, mess him up with turnovers, the Niners are going to win this division. And then all the Niners have done have been, they've been the best team in the NFC since Purdy has taken over as quarterback. So... Look, uh, really just a bad matchup. And again, Ben, don't buy into, hey, it's hard to beat a team three times in the same season. That's not a real thing. It's not a real thing. So, uh, again, I, you and I think we're in agreement here. Neither of us laying the points. I'm just going with that first quarter under because I thought that was a reasonable angle. Conservative play calling early before it opens up. And I, I, like, uh, I like the nine or six and a half point teaser leg that you have there. I, I'm glad you agree with me, Jeff. The other part of this, too, third year now with the expanded playoffs, with the seven seeds involved. If you go back to the 2020 season, the first year we had it. Now, Seattle will not close a double-digit underdog, but we've had at least one of the seven seeds double-digit dog in each of those seasons. Chicago was blown out by New Orleans, scored a touchdown on the final play of the game to lose by 12, still didn't cover uh, in that game. They were uh, on, on that day catching 10. And then if you go back to last year, Pittsburgh was catching 12 and a half to Kansas City. Chiefs, despite a couple of fluke touchdowns early for Pittsburgh, won the game by 21. There's a notion that numbers for the playoffs ought to be lower because of the quality of teams. But Jeff, we have a couple year sample size of these seven seeds. Usually it's a mismatch. I, I see it being the same thing today, and, and the data tells us it's okay to lay a big number as much as it's hard to stomach on the surface of nine and a half. Look again, Ben. This is only the, the, these teams, these seven seeds, Miami and Seattle specifically, would not have been in the playoffs a long in the ancient times of the 2020 season. So I don't have a problem with laying big numbers against teams that wouldn't have even been in the old format in the postseason. We still have a lot to get to, though, Jeff, because we have some playoff survivor conversation to have next. Would San Francisco be a consideration? Also, some season-long prop options we'll bring up next. We're about 20 minutes to kick off between the Niners and Seahawks. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge, VSIN's experts have you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today for a special introductory price of $9.99 and get access to the best betting talent in the game. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get everything we do to make you a better sports better, including pro tools like our exclusive betting split, showing you where the percentage of money and wagers on major markets are moving in real time. Pro picks, a daily recap of all the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to up your betting game. Along with our 24-7 video channel, pro subscribers also receive VEASAN betting guides previewing major sports and events. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99 and become part of the sports betting network. That is VSIN.com slash subscribe. Ben Wilson back with you from the South Point Sportsbook Studios. A few minutes away from kickoff between the Seahawks and 49ers. We'll likely close a blanket nine and a half on San Francisco. 42s across the board with Jeff Parles back over at Mandalay Bay. He'll be joined in 15 minutes by Mike Peranio, our pal, racing sportsbook manager there at the Mandalay Bay. He'll join Jeff in a little bit. The legendary odds maker Jimmy Vaccaro will be back stopping by after his brief cameo with Brent Musburger. He'll be back at the top of the 5 o'clock Eastern hour as well. Final thoughts, Jeff, on this first game to kick off Seattle and San Francisco. There are some playoff long prop options that might be enticing to betters if you miss the boat on a lot of the good futures numbers on San Francisco as a team. As high as 9-1 to one to win the NFC, we're still in a 5-1 to one range about two-thirds of the way through the regular season. Those numbers don't exist anymore. It's hard to want to advocate for a San Francisco plus 180. I, I've seen books in the Nevada jurisdiction where we are as low as plus 130 to win the NFC. So could there be some alternate ways? Yeah, I know you're telling me when I saw that. Could there be some alternate wow. ways to bet this, such as, say, a Christian McCaffrey to lead the playoffs in rushing yards at plus 450? I'll throw that one out to you there first, Jeff. Any alternate ways you look to attack San Francisco with a lot of the value being sucked out of their team price? So I, uh, I missed the best of the number at Circa on this, but I did take a piece of these two. I took Bengals over 49ers and 49ers over Bengals, both at 28 to 1. So, look, I know those are kind of, those are, uh, you're obviously chopping a little bit, but really not that big of a difference. And also, too, Ben, I think the Niners are coming out of the, AF, the NFC. And now, yes, I understand that I would be taking a scenario with Cincinnati where they're going to be an underdog at Buffalo next week, and if they beat Buffalo, to be an underdog at Arrowhead the week after that, assuming that Kansas City handles their business against the winner of the Jaguar and Charger game since we're going with Chalk in the AFC yeah. on the 2-7 two, two, and 3-6. But, look, I, that would be the way I would play it. I would take some exacta with the Niners over whoever you think's coming out of the AFC and the Niners losing to whoever you think's going to come out of the AFC. That would be the way I would play it at this point. I know people don't love doing that. Uh, and, of course, you could be out of luck if your AFC representative doesn't even get there. But that's how I decided to play it. I didn't take big bets on it. But, hey, 28-1, uh, to 1, doesn't matter how much you bet, that's still going to be a nice little, uh, nice little chunk you get. Not a bad shot. What's hard for us, too, in Vegas, it should be pointed out, there's only one book who even offers the name The Finalists which is how I would play this. And the prices, yeah. I will not name the book, but the prices are awful. 
If you Too look short. at it, it, the prices are ridiculous. If if you say look ridiculous. at DraftKings right now, for those of you rest of country, if you look at the three potential matchups, and you and I would probably both agree, Jeff, it's likely going to be a combination of Kansas City, Cincinnati, or Buffalo coming out of the AFC. If you have the same conviction, Jeff, and I do on San Francisco, you could bet KC versus San Francisco at seven to one, Buffalo versus San Francisco at eight to one, and Cincinnati versus San Francisco at sixteen to one. Let's say you just bet all three of those, 100 bucks on all three. Let's say the Kansas City-San Francisco one manifests. You obviously subtract the $200 bets. That's the equivalent of a 5-to-1 shot. You do the same thing with Bills and 49ers. That's the equivalent of a 6-to-1 shot. And uh, Bengals 49ers, the equivalent of a 14-to-1 shot. That's how I would play this. Unfortunately, the numbers are about half that price that the one book who offers it in Las Vegas. Not worth it to me, but that's the way I would attack it, Jeff. Not sure how you think about that strategy. By the way, Ben, one, uh, one pretty prominent book just went to nine on this game out here. Uh, so I, that's I a see, little bit uh, interesting. I see to three see. books actually very late where we yeah. are at in Nevada, rest of country, most of you listening to us or watching us right now uh, on the Visa app or YouTube TV, still at nine and a half, but should be notable, a couple of respected books in Las Vegas have yeah. gone to nine just a few minutes before kickoff still, and also a late movement up to the over at one book. It is now 42 and a half, so we'll see if there's some late over money and late Seahawk money uh, coming in. That's a yeah, good pickup by you, Jeff. That appears to be the latest number. Yeah, Circa, right Circa, Circa just went to nine also, so uh, what I would say two of the sharpest outs here in town are both nine right now. Uh, yeah, look, Ben. I, I will say, I will say this. Uh, just to go back uh, to the way, uh, the way to how to possibly play uh, Niner futures here. If you have good, like you said, there are some reasonable name to finalists uh, odds out there countrywide. If you wanted to take the shot, like Ben was saying, on San Francisco against Kansas City, San Fran against Buffalo, San Fran against uh, the Bengals, you don't really chop your odds down that much. Uh, you could do that. Uh, I would be. Ben, I would rather just do it on two of the three AFC teams. I would take Kansas City, and then I would take either Buffalo or Cincinnati. I personally would take Cincinnati because right. I think Cincinnati will win that matchup next week. Uh, but, again, if you're in Nevada, don't bet it because the one shop that has it, the it's numbers are not. not not what you want. It's like not what five, you want. It's is like five to one, five to one, and ten to one. Those are you know those are pretty rough prices yeah, to want to it's take. Not what you want. Uh, you, but you bring up Cincinnati, Jeff, as your pick to get through the AFC. This is now the start as, as a result of one of the most, most popular, crazy years in Survivor, probably the craziest Survivor year of all time, the Circus Survivor. They had a really nice event last night over at the D here in Las Vegas honoring the winners of all the different contests, but only three people make it to week 18, the 20th selection of that contest in Survivor. As a result now, the popularity of playoff Survivor has gone up significantly, Jeff, into this season. You and I are both part of the VEASAN Employee Survivor Contest for the playoffs, which is a much different handicap and mental gymnastics <laughs> project here compared to the regular season. How are you approaching playoff Survivor heading in? As San Francisco, could a case to be made that San Francisco could be a choice for week one in Survivor? Uh, I, I took the New York football giants, Ben, and, and the way I'm playing this is I was between the Giants and Tampa. I wanted an underdog in the NFC side that I would be fairly confident I would not want to flip around a pick next week. Now, look, uh, if I took Tampa and I ended up in a Tampa-Minnesota scenario and ended up with having to take the Vikings next week, I wouldn't love that. Uh, I do think the Giants, I like the Giants anyway, even not in the Survivor Contest. Uh, I thought they should have won the game on Christmas Eve. Uh, I think they will win the game tomorrow uh, while we're on the air. That will be the predominant game for us tomorrow on Live Bet Sunday. But I, I would, I, if I'm, again, you're probably about 10 minutes before you have to go live if you already, they already haven't hit your deadline of a playoff survivor. The way I'm playing, it's a little bit different, and I think you're handling it, Ben. Yes. I'm trying to get through the first three rounds all in the NFC, so I have all three of the big horses in the AFC ready to go in the Super Bowl. I think Cincinnati, Buffalo, and Kansas City are favored against anyone. At least I would make them favored against Philadelphia or San Francisco. I don't know if the books would, but I would be very confident in the AFC team beating uh, as long as they're one of the big three horses against anyone in the NFC. So my ideal path, Ben, is actually C Seattle loses. <laughs> Seattle beats San Francisco. I don't think that happens. Uh, and then that would mean the Giants, then taking the winner of Dallas and Tampa uh, next week against the Giants, and then taking Philadelphia right. in the NFC title game against uh, uh, the winner of the, the Cowboy and Buccaneer game. If we were to get that path, I would feel very good about my chances.
I like the strategy. I'm going a different route, and partly because, look, optimally, you would have conviction on one of the three games this weekend where, based on the odds, you're not expecting the winner to advance very far. If you have conviction on Minnesota, New York Giants, if you have conviction on Cowboys, Buccaneers, or conviction on the game tonight, Chargers and Jaguars. Unfortunately for me, I Correct. don't on any three of those. I was between the Bengals and Cowboys. I do like the Cowboys tomorrow. I just couldn't stomach putting my survivor life on the line with Mike McCarthy on the road right away in round number one. So I went with the Bengals this week. The one issue with potentially doing that, because I'm, I'm similar to you, Jeff. I want to get the Bengals this week. My, my likely plan is to use Philadelphia next week. If it is the Giants, use San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. Have either Buffalo or Kansas City in the Super Bowl. And you're right, too, on what the markets think, because the look-ahead line right now is AFC minus 2.5 over the NFC. You will likely see one of those teams being favored if it is San Francisco, whether it's them or Philadelphia. So the only way I get screwed here is if the Bengals run the table, go through the, through the AFC, which I acknowledge is an option. Ultimately, though, I power rate Cincinnati lower than Buffalo by about 2.5 points and about 2 points lower than Kansas City. You're going to have to make really, really hard decisions. That's the point. If you're playing playoff survivor this year, there are no easy decisions to be made. Uh, that's how I settled on it, Jeff. And look, if the Bengals run the table, get to the AFC, and it's Bengals 49ers and I lose, so be it. I would rather go that route than risk my life on uh, Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys on, t on uh, Monday night. And it's totally fair, Ben. And again, look, the, this is... I would. Th this is going to be a very interesting contest because there's a lot of ways to go, and I think there, there may be some people that look. The other thing is too. It's kind of like NCAA tournament survivors that Gil Alexander has talked about. You can't. You got to at least save your teams. <laughs> right. So uh, it's a little more complex. Uh, and look, regular season survivor is insanely complex, as we know. This is also complex in a very different fashion. Yeah, by the way, at least in our own VEASAN contest, just to give all of you an idea, the most selected entry so far, Buffalo. Tied for second is Cincinnati and the New York Giants. So people are playing this yeah. in all sorts of different ways. We're just about ready for kickoff. Mike Peranio, race and sports manager at Mandalay Bay. He joins Jeff when we return to Live Bet Saturday. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsan.com to check the current bet betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DK odds every 10 minutes, so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting and where the number of tickets and money do not match public opinion. So check them out today. Betting splits, vsan.com for all the betting splits data you can get. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles, live at the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook, BetMGM Sportsbook, and to my left, it is Michael Buffer Piranio <laughs> uh, here getting everyone jacked up and ready to go for playoff football on the PA system. Let's get ready to very rumble. Nice, very nicely done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we try to use the PR system to do some fun stuff just to have fun, you know? Yeah, why not? Uh, full boat behind me. Oh, yeah. Full boat today, uh, Mike. People randomly cheering on horses that normally wouldn't be cheering on yeah. horses. Uh, but uh, a, a very good crowd to begin wild card weekend here. Yeah, this is always a big crowd. I, I talked to some of the, the players out there, and their thing was uh, some of them used to come next week, and they said with the extra two games, they decided to come this week. So we're, it's a little different, and it's affected our business a little bit. We have to kind of adjust. So we've made room for everybody, but we've, we're pretty packed. Well, I would imagine moving forward now that there's an extra playoff game. Now you got six games yeah. over three days. Uh, I can't, I'm not going to call it March Madness-like because that's an event like anything else. Yeah, but if you are in a scenario now where in the sense of March Madness-like, it stretches over three days. Yeah. Which is, which again, if you're trying to take a trip here, yeah. why wouldn't you make your trip a day extra? Especially with a holiday. Yes, know? correct. Martin Luther King Day on yeah. Monday, correct. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, look, a great crowd behind us. Uh, this game is about to get going. Take account. Where did the, I'm assuming the Niners were publicly bet oh. here. Yeah, that's just one of those just, games. Just an assumption. <laughs> hey, it's the Niners, and we had two big 500 K wagers too on the 49ers. I mean, it's all 49ers. It's so massive. Tickets uh, are only two to one, but the public is 
definitely 49er in a frenzy right now. Weather's not as bad as people thought, obviously, but uh, it's, you know, that's a, everyone's on the same side of that game. So yeah, I, it, it seems to me that's a tough game to play the favorite in. All right, so total-wise here, uh, there were rumors of possible deluge. It looks like the yeah. worst of it is going to miss, or excuse me, has already come through Santa Clara, right. I should say. Uh, Mike, this was 42 and a half down to 42. Uh, has this still really been a one-way train on the under Yeah, yet? well, yeah, because, you know, people still see it's raining. Uh, I don't know if they have enough nuance to do between people day People with nuance? <laughs> come on, Mike, come on now. All right, sorry, I won't use that word ever again, but uh, I don't even know if I pronounced it right. I'm from Nebraska. So. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's still we're still getting unders and uh, quite a bit of unders. So uh, you know that's uh, an interesting game. It's a lot of points with the the irrelevant draft pick guy still in there. But you you got to give him credit. He hasn't broke down yet. But uh, we'll see. This is the playoffs. We'll see if there's any breaking to be had. By the way, the people behind us not booing Mike's use of the word nuance. <laughs> oh, just, maybe uh, <laughs> uh, just just booing uh, as the Niners and Seahawks are underway. And the playoffs in the NFL, all roads lead to Glendale, Arizona, underway. Seattle with the ball first, and they're going to be starting inside their own 25-yard line at the 21. And you have to realize, any time a Niner game kicks off, there's going to be booze here, because we are now the Raiders, and Oakland's not that distant of memory. So anytime the 49ers are here, there's going to be booze from fans that are here now. Well, there's also a zillion Niner fans here oh, as That's well. true. So yeah. uh, a little bit of a, a mix. So Seattle gets it first. Uh, there we go. We'll, we'll keep you updated as we go along on the program here today. Uh, Mike, I, I will just ask you this as we go through the rest of the weekend. Okay. Uh, tick, biggest uh, ticket uh, money to money bets, uh, however you want to go with it. Uh, most bet to tickets, most right. bet to money, whatever you want to do. Yeah, so obviously the Niners are the most tickets because it's the early game. If you take the factor out there, the early game, it's probably about the same. But okay. uh, the, they're definitely the the far most money and the biggest liability is the 49ers. And that's because, like you said, public's on the Niners. Wise guys, or at least big betters, are on the Niners. Uh, you know, wise guys, I, I think they're kind of laying off of this. And uh, we talked about it in several years now over the past when the playoffs get here. This used to be wild card week used to be the week you take the dogs because they're all pretty bad teams and the dogs you're getting points with. And then the next week when those teams advance and play teams that get buys, you go with uh, some favorites. But uh, with two new teams in here, you got teams that maybe would have had buys now don't have them. Kind of throws off the traditional handicapping. So if someone tells you, you know, the dogs always cover this week, well, there's two extra games this week. So. Yeah, so it's, it's a little bit different now. Because, yes, like, definitely. Because, again, we were talking about it earlier where the Seattle Seahawks and the Miami Dolphins in the old format wouldn't even be here. Right. And the Niners and uh, and the Bills would be would be playing, well, wouldn't be playing golf this week, but they right. would be getting their bodies ready for, for a, a divisional round game. Uh, but uh, it'll, it'll just be interesting. Uh-oh. Something just happened. It's just a matter of, of uh, what, what disaster just befell Geno Smith uh, based off the way the crowd roared behind us. And, uh, just a sack. Uh, just a sack. And uh, uh, if you took the... Uh, if you took the, who was that? That was, was that Bosa again? Uh, regardless, uh, I wasn't Bosa. It was Bosa who forced yeah, I think Gino he, out of the pocket. He's the one that caused it. He, yeah. He, he didn't was, get credit. He didn't get so, credit. Yeah. But uh, three and out for Seattle right at the game. Armstead, Armstead was the one who got him. Uh, so there you go. Uh, not a, a very bad start for yeah. Seattle right out of the gate. Uh, you mentioned the Bengals. You mentioned the Bengals. Obviously, there's quest, there was a question mark at quarterback right. for Baltimore this week. Uh Lamar's not playing. It's right. going to be Tyler Huntley, even banged up Tyler Huntley. Yeah, is better than their now, I will. <laughs> I will ask you this. After seeing Anthony Brown last week, he didn't play particularly right. well. I, an injured Huntley against Anthony Brown, is there really even that big of a difference, even though based off what the line is, I don't think it's really – I think it's showing that an injured Huntley is still better than Brown. Yeah, I think, you know, Huntley has proven he can at least be a pretty good backup quarterback in the NFL. And it depends on the injury. You know, who really knows how bad it is? I, I'm thinking if he's playing, either he's pretty good or the alternative is so bad they just don't want to risk it. But, uh, you know, that game on Cincinnati, it's a 6-1 to one tickets and 2-1 to one on, on the money. 
Uh, it is an upgrade, though, to me to have Huntley. I mean, uh, if I was going to bet the dog in that, I'm, I'm glad Huntley's playing, even if he's injured, because it just takes a couple mistakes by a, a quarterback, and you're out of the game right away. Mike, can you give me odds on uh, on what happens on each play based off the crowd reaction? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say Niner incomplete pass. Oh, you want the actual play? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say we have in games. No, so. no, no. I want the actual play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe I should be betting against Aramis. Over Computers there the would have instead. to do that. It's so quick. And they can do that, by the way. So they're they're close to being here. All right. So, uh, Mike, uh, let's go to the, the middle game tomorrow. All right. Because we haven't really mentioned this one at all. Because it's really just... Stood, stood where it's been the whole week. Right. It's been Vikings minus three basically the whole week long. Uh, a total, the, one of the higher ones, this uh, maybe even higher, highest one the whole postseason yeah, we might 48, get. I at think. 48 until we inevitably get a, a Kansas City Bengal or Buffalo matchup. Right. Uh, we are seeing some two and a half. You guys still see three. Uh, what? Is it been mostly Giants, or has it really just been 50-50 here? Yeah, it's not. We don't really have a decision on that, ticket-wise or money-wise. Uh, it's interesting. I, I hear both sides of the fans out here talking, and I hear Minnesota won 12, 13 games, and then I hear the Giants, uh, you know, have been playing well, and Daniel Jones is okay at this position. I, I know the Vikings have let people down. I don't like favorites, but it seems to me like... Uh, being at home makes a huge difference, and the money line on the Vikings seems safe. But, you know, they find ways to mess it up sometimes, and hes I don't trust their quarterback that much. So, And I guess the public doesn't either because that's the one game where it's even money and it's not a lot of action. But that could change after today or later today, actually. I think it's a very partisan Niner crowd behind us. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> yeah, They're not going to bet the Giants. Um, uh, uh, Monday, Dallas, Tampa. This was the one line that I felt was impacted the most off of what we saw week 18. And it was more so to do with Dallas than Tampa. Tampa right. pretty looked fine while he right. was out there. He didn't he played less than a half. Dallas played their guys until the last drive, and they were horrible right. against Washington. I was ready for this to be north of three. Yeah. Instead, it's been two and a half basically the whole week. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough game. I mean, there's so many trends in that, and I'm not a big trend player, but I also don't bet against trends until they're broken because, you know, the due to win theory or due to something theory is a horrible theory. So, uh, you know, Brady's undefeated against this team. I, I wouldn't bet this game, but, uh, you know, the Dallas, you know, a month ago was one of supposedly they're going to win the Super Bowl, and now they might not be Tampa, who's barely a 500 team, not, not even. even. 500. Yeah, so it, that's an interesting game. It's on Monday night. Uh, it's just a strange setup on that game, and it, it'll be hard to determine. Uh, the total is the most bet under. I get that. You've got the Dallas defense, which is pretty re reasonable, and the Tampa Bay. The, the way the Dallas has been playing, they might not score either. Matter of fact, I put a little wager on no touchdowns in that game. So that shows you a crazy bet. All right, Mike, quickly, uh, 15 seconds. Any any team futures book-wise really hurt you guys? You know, the Niners have been hurting us Niners. constantly. So, uh, you know, we'll see how that game turns out. But, uh, yeah, the Niners is our worst outcome so far. There's not a lot of betting this time of year because the odds aren't as good. Mike Peranio, everyone. Thanks as always. Yeah, appreciate back it. With more on the other side, live bet side of Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any pro football game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back and free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion, then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any pro football game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions 21 years of age or older to wager new and existing customer offer all promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in Mississippi Nevada or New York as we welcome you back to Live Bet Saturday presented by BetMGM thanks as always to Mike Piranio I like the Michael Buffer uh, nickname you gave to him, Jeff, over there at Mandalay Bay uh, for giving us his insights into the wild card weekend. I'm Ben Wilson back at South Point. Also a big hello and welcome to a bunch of new radio audiences this weekend getting to hear us for the first time. Uh, they picked a good weekend to, uh, to stop by and get our show now, Jeff, as we reach the wild card round uh, here on Sports Map Radio across the country, including uh, great stations like Sports 1600 KDUS in Phoenix, Arizona. So welcome, everybody listening in Phoenix, Arizona today. Welcome to the Beeson family and Live Bet Saturday. Field goal for San Francisco, Jeff. That's our update after the Niners forced a three and out from Seattle on the opening drive. A couple of shaky throws through a, a misty condition at Levi's Stadium from Brock Purdy. A couple of throws that sail high, including a third and three at the Seahawks 16 that's broken up over the middle on a pass for Juwan Jennings. They settle for three. Robbie Gold, 34-yard field goal, seven play, 48-yard drive. You thought in real time, Jeff, uh, 49ers should have gone for it. Why? I think just the way that I think Seattle's going to struggle to move the ball. That was a pretty shaky start for Purdy. Maybe try to get him something easy for McCaffrey or, or Samuel out in the flat and let one of those two dudes make a real make a nice play, get a first down. I, again, you know Kyle Shanahan will be a little more conservative after what happened to him uh, in the 28-3 game. Uh, and also, too, maybe I'm just thinking about my first quarter under, but uh, oh, <laughs> you're, you're, okay. you're, you're in a scenario there where, <laughs> where I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind to go in for that if I were if I were if I were San Francisco. Uh, but look, uh, you have gold. He's not missing from inside of 40. I look uh, at it the and, other uh, way. Look, a, a big play yeah. obviously just happening. Uh, my screen is about five seconds behind uh, whatever's going on behind uh, me, and Gino has no chance there. None. None whatsoever. Look, the, the Seahawks are going to really struggle to move the ball in this game, Ben. I think we knew that coming in. Uh, yeah. And this Niner defense that seemingly had its bad game against the Raiders and then played a bad half against David Blau, they seemingly have woken up again. Hmm. Interesting how now in a game that truly matters, they have come back to their season-long numbers all year. I thought it looked at it the other way. I would have kicked the field goal if I'm San Francisco. Seattle has shown zero ability to move the ball on you. Why not take the points there? 
you feel confident in your defense anyway. I thought it was the right call by uh, Kyle Shanahan. But the two drives so far, and this is probably the thing that's most concerning for Seattle, get a nine-yard carry on first and ten on the opening drive with Kenneth Walker, then get stuffed, incomplete pass, and then a sack for Geno Smith. Ends up losing uh, 10 yards. Actually, Walker was yeah, stuffed for a loss of one on second down. This drive, they get gains of four and four. Another third and two. And Geno Smith has no chance on a designed end-around play around the left side. So it's not that Seattle's been stuck way behind the chains, Jeff, where you figure they have no chance anyway. Back-to-back -back third and twos, and they've had plays completely blown up by the San Francisco backfield. If you can't get the short ones and the plays where you should be able to come up with some sort of gimme throws over the middle to at least move the chains... That's a big issue going forward, and now the betting market's starting to adjust up to 12.5-point live favorites on San Francisco. 40.5 is now the total, dipping down there from that 42 at close. Yeah, if you get, if you get a Niner touchdown in this drive, I think I'd come under, Ben, because you'll be getting north of the 42.5 as long as it's not a, uh, a, a long touchdown drive, by the way, at time. Uh, but this is, a, uh, this is a scenario here, Ben, where I uh, – I, I am not convinced Seattle's going to be able to move the ball in this game. So uh, under would be the only look. I don't love going coming in now uh, after only five, a little over five minutes of game action uh, and going in a point and a half lower. But that would be the only look I would take right now. They showed the stat as well earlier on the Fox broadcast where Charles Cross at left tackle, Abraham Lucas at right tackle. Officially the first rookie outside tackle combination to start in a playoff game since... 1982, Jeff Parles, when, the, uh, when Tootie Robbins was anchoring the left side of the line of the uh, St. Louis football Cardinals. So that does not pretend well, I wouldn't think, against a top-two defense, both running and passing the ball. Uh, as far as some of the in-game props you could be looking at, Christian McCaffrey was pregame favorite for the first touchdown score at plus 350. He was the favorite to league the entire playoffs in rushing yards at plus 450. It's going to be interesting to see how defenses, though, attack San Francisco. And it looked to me on that first drive, Jeff, like the Seahawks were, were saying, OK, we're, we're going to do our best to take away the run, make Brock Purdy beat us through the air in the slick conditions to start. That's probably what you see continuing. And, and Purdy did have a couple of balls that really sailed on him there on that opening drive. Yeah, look, I think it may take some time for Purdy to settle in. I think it'll be – that's part of the reason that I took the first quarter under because I thought that either it would be more conservative for Shanahan and if he wasn't conservative enough, Purdy would look shaky. We got the shaky Purdy on that first drive. So uh, that would be the only – again, I would be patient here now. See if you can get a touchdown uh, or at least something out of the San Francisco drive before coming under. And also, to McCaffrey, no touches on that drive. I would imagine we'll see uh, a touchdown right out of the gate on this first play. Uh, yeah, Jeff, based you off are, the reaction, you are, might be. you are Nostradamus over there because Christian McCaffrey <laughs> gets the ball around the left edge and almost takes it to the house on his first carry of the game. Yeah, and with that, Christian McCaffrey, whose rushing prop was in the high 70s, almost over on his first carry of the game. 68 yards for McCaffrey around the left edge. And San Francisco, who started the drive on their own 15 after a Seattle punt, immediately flips the field. Hey, Ben, I, I think that trade worked out for the Niners, despite so? what some were trying to tell us. I think it worked out to get a guy who, again, it wasn't if, if McCaffrey would stay healthy, but the 49ers are not the favorites in the NFC to us or to the, the bookmakers, which have them as the favorites in most spots now uh, going into this game today. Uh, what, what a trade that was. What a great, what a great deal for San Francisco, and uh, they may win a Super Bowl because of it. That would be a huge asset and a reason why if San Francisco is able to ultimately run the table. Now with the Niners into the red zone, books have adjusted as high as 15 and a half, up to 43 and a half at BetMGM. You'd think, Jeff, if, if the Niners do punch it in for a touchdown, that ticks up a couple points higher. The 45 and a half threshold is what you're looking for for an in-game under. But the edges have been there so far. Debo Samuel rushes for a 23-yard gain. Uh, you, you had another carry around the right side on that opening drive for seven yards for Samuel. And then McCaffrey for 68. So, look, those edges have been there. And San Francisco will have a first and goal now inside the two on a little dump-off pass from Purdy to Elijah Mitchell. So the fears of a lot of people who were, I'm sure, the professional betters, there were a lot of sharps who came in taking Seattle, Jeff, thinking that that number was too high. Those fears now are being realized right away because this is looking like the type of mismatch you and I both thought it would be on paper. 
Yeah, I got, I got other chaos going on behind me all the way around here, Ben. Uh, horse racing, uh, uh, Niners fans, everything. Chaos here makes it a fun day to be out here. Look, again, this is, this is an optimal start for San Francisco. And, and the Seahawks look, Ben, the Seahawks look the part of a seven seed that shouldn't even be here right now. Yep. Jeff Parles, man of the people over at Mandalay Bay. That's the sound you're hearing. That is the crowd. Jeff, it sounds like Jeff is basically sitting in like the third row of the sports book, just you I mean, know, sharing some popcorn and beers today, yes. with, uh, you know, like with Gary from Alberta, who's made the trip and, and his buddies. That's basically what it sounds like <laughs> for Jeff over there at Mandalay Bay. So you are sweating first quarter under seven and a half. And uh, you are needing uh, a Seattle lose, stop in the worst way. Second and goal at the three right now. Uh, Brock Purdy only two of five for 38 yards. He missed a wide open Debo Samuel. It would have been about a 30-yard gain in the opening drive. Uh, but his, his two completions have, have, look, have been to wide open targets on short passes over the middle. Uh, Purdy will look to throw here. And, again, we'll see how the, the uh, passing game holds up in his first career start. But despite a couple of shaky throws, Brock Purdy looking pretty good. Uh, Jeff getting spoiled there by the cheers behind him as Purdy finds a wide-open Christian McCaffrey in the flat. Cash that plus 350 first touchdown ticket if you bet the favorite today. And San Francisco is off and rolling. 9 nothing lead with the extra point coming, and we're still in the first quarter. Ben, can we declare the game over? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I know we're yeah, only less probably. than 10 minutes in, but this game's over. This game's over. Now, from a spread, spread perspective, it's not, but from a... Niners moving on perspective. It's going to take a calamity from San Francisco now to lose this up double digits in a game where Seattle does not look up to the task uh, on moving the ball, and they certainly don't look up to the task on defense. And again, uh, look, it's uh, it, the past is in the past, but you have to imagine that Detroit would, would, would have given a better effort here against the 49ers than what we have gotten through from Seattle over the first 10 minutes. No question. Two drives for each team. 10-0 San Francisco on top of Seattle. 133 total yards to five. 12.1 yards per play to .8. Five first downs to zero. And this has all the looks, Jeff, of as we talked about in the pregame, these two seven matchups have tended to be mismatches. It's trending that way early. San Francisco now as high as a 17.5 point live favorite. 45 and a half is the live total. We'll welcome the legendary odds maker Jimmy Vaccaro up next. We'll see if this game can get interesting at all as we continue. Our final hour of Live Bet Saturday starts right after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.